This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap which Rajeshree and I started about 37 episodes ago. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk? And now 37 episodes later, we're going to be having a bend in the journey because I'm about to take a break. and i'll be away for a bit and rajeshree will be going on making things more awesome so rajeshree uh, silent because she is weeping softly many exciting things will happen but first this week's episode which includes philodi anarkali of ara a film that everyone's been gushing about hmm the danish girl and the salesman danish girl which nobody is gushing about because well i mean they, they can't see they can't see it how to gush <laughs> and salesman which has also managed to catch the eye of our lovely cbfc hmm. you have things to say about kapil sharma yeah. and take that ye jara ghisla tonik ragadla e daroga dunaliya mein jang laga ho e daroga dunaliya mein jang laga ho छेड़े She's not a good woman by any stretch of imagination. There've been a lot of parallels made with Pink because something similar happens, which is that she is molested and in this case she's molested in front of an entire audience by a drunk vice chancellor hmm. of an in, of a university and she protests. Yeah. And she's molested because the person also thinks because she's a dancer, anything kind goes. Kind of, kind also. of. Also, he thinks he's in love with her, so he can do whatever oh, he huh. wants, naturally. Uh, now, the thing is that there's a lot that's great in the film, not the least of which, actually, is the ending sequence. Hmm. Because it has, um, if you've seen, there have been a quite a few Facebook videos of uh, girls dancing at police functions yeah, in yeah. small town up a few rss functions mm. which was very very uh, amusing and their moves are lewd mm. they are also amazing fitness by the way cuz god knows how they yeah, manage yeah. this but but this if you see swara bhaskar's moves they're actually really tame in comparison mm. to what these other real performers do but the last scene has her being so lewd hmm. but so angry and you see no sexuality you just see the, the rage yeah, the that is coming through in this body language and it's uh, it's a really powerful moment because she's getting her revenge yeah. and she's getting her revenge and she's saying that you want to see me as a sex object try finding something sexy in this hmm. now so in some ways it really reminded me of one of my favorite poems Margaret Atwood's Helen of Troy does countertop dancing and it ends with you think i'm not a goddess try me this is a torch song touch me and you'll burn 
Hmm. And it's that rage yeah. that's in every movement. Now that's lovely, hmm. very empowering. Ra ra ra! My feminist soul is rejoicing. However, this is not a brilliant film. Despite all the gushy reviews, yeah. the fact of the matter is this is a badly written script. It's got these massive slow chunks. There are these moments when she suddenly has these spots of feistiness and then spots of complete melancholia that don't add up. Yeah. The script struggles to balance between her supposedly having a love for performance hmm. and her just objecting to being object uh, to being molested. Yeah. Like they are not they're not treated with the kind hmm. of maturity that you need. Characterizations are not great. The editing was patchy, so you really, f- I feel it was a 90-minute film which has been stretched to 113 minutes, if not, I mean, I think it could have even been shorter than that. What it does have is hmm. Swarabhaskar's performance as well as some really good backup cast uh, performances. Okay. Pankaj Tripathi is always hmm. good. Sanjay Mishra, relatively disappointing I would say but uh, there's a guy who plays this little uh, record and CD distributor called Hiramat he Mm. is adorable like you I wanted to just take him home he's so cute and he's so uh, heartwarming he plays essentially the equivalent of the kind of uh, support that the landlord gives in pink you don't expect it coming but but when it does it just fills your heart with joy um Lady's Finger pointed out that uh, the great thing about Anarkali of Ara is that the woman is not uh, left in silences the way she is in Pink, hmm. where Amitabh Bachchan yeah, speaks for the women. Yeah, about before, yeah. While I do agree that that's a good thing, I think it goes a little too far because it ends up with Swarabhaskar forced to speechify quite a few yeah. times. Which will kill it. But that said, the worst thing in this film is a technicality. The sound mixing and background score are atrocious. Because they over-explain, like sad moments. First of all, yeah, there's that, you know, we must have violence because it's a sad Mm. moment. We must have some ting-ting-ting moment to tell you that it's funny. It's also the balancing is off. There's a point at which she's playing a tape recorder with a cassette. Mm. And the sound quality is like CD. You know, like, things like yeah. this, they end up jarring. But that's odd that they wouldn't take It's ridiculous. Into. It is absolutely ridiculous. Also, because I'm thinking of CBFC, there are a whole bunch of uh, redubs that they've done. So you can oh, see the lips have said one thing, yeah. but the dialogues are something else. Now, I am they said Randi? Uh, in one place, they so do. So this I love about CBFC. Sometimes they remove, sometimes they don't. I mean, so in this case particularly, full marks to CBFC for mm. allowing it. Because the whole point is her saying that I, am, I may be a Randi, yeah, but, but it doesn't mean I don't yeah. have consent. I have the right to say no, and if mm. I do, you got to deal with this. But there are other bits where they have redubbed, mm. and it's full screen, right? So you see that the lips are saying one thing, yeah. the voice is saying something else, the voice is at a different level from the other person's. It's very jarring. At... At its best, hmm. Anarkali of Ara is a good film. It is not an amazing film. I would personally say it's a mediocre film and a good first film, if that is what it is. But I think that this whole thing of it getting so many wonderful, because it's got glowing reviews, like everyone must Just, go and watch it, yeah. it is fabulous, so on. Uh, 
is also because people have now it's the opposite of criticizing uh, any film like say with Salman Khan or, or with Govinda or something that any film which has a feminist theme to it you must praise it because you will be also, seen as... Also, I think the lower standards, which is very unfair. Like, if these same technical mistakes were, were in, in Philori, yeah. for instance, people would trash it, saying that why on earth haven't you got and your basics And Philori right? also is not a massive budget film. It's a small budget film. So, when uh, there was one... But I have a feeling Philori's uh, budget... Uh, like is more catering than... Catering budget is probably more than yeah, what Anarkaliyara... Is so. But I love that one character to go back to Philori, that little boy who works in the house. I knew you'd I pick on the I just found hen. him so cute. Both of these films should be watched, but just watch them with reasonable expectations. Don't think Philori is crap because it isn't. And don't think Anarkali Arawali is amazing and brilliant because it isn't. But they're both, they're both very heartwarming films at the end of the day. Dum dum udti hai dua Sao pankh laga tere naam ke Mera dil fakira ho gaya Last Friday, there were two lady-oriented films that finally made it past the CBFC and into our theatres. One was Anushka Sharma's Philori and the other is called Anarkali of Ara, starring um, Swara Bhaskar. Yeah. Uh, Philori is a very small budget film by commercial standards, but still a commercial film with, you know, an A-lister like Anushka Sharma starring in it. Anarkali of Ara is an indie film. Yeah. Out and out. Uh, it's directed by Avinash Das. Nobody's heard of him. Hmm. It has Swara Bhaskar in the lead. Very much an independent actress. Now, what happened in the reviews was that everyone trashed Philori and everyone raised Anarkali of Ara up yeah. to be a genius, brilliant film. Um, I have some problems with this, right? Because uh, we'll talk about Philori, which both hmm. you and I have watched. But in, in short... There's nothing wrong with Philori as a film. It's a modest, unpretentious, feel-good little no, film. No, and it's a sweet film. It's got some lovely moments, in fact. I was quite... So I did not think that I would find it particularly wonderful. And then there's Anarkali of Ara, which, which... was supposed to be the next best thing since, I don't know, since fem- the feminist movement was... Born. So, Anarkali of Ara has its heart in the right place. It's got a lot of really good elements, some very strong performances. But we're so desperate to find idealism these days that a half-decent film gets talked up to be amazing. Yeah. Anarkali of Ara is a very average, but a very, um, I would say it's really a feel-good feminist film. Uh, but I'll tell you about Ara in mm. a bit. Tell me how you liked Philori, given, you know, you weren't particularly excited about yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm not a great fan of uh, Anushka Sharma's either. Or what Diljit. about Diljit? No. Ayah. <laughs> but I thought the film was the fact that it's about a ghost and therefore it is... <laughs> Total willing suspension of yeah. disbelief. You don't walk in there looking for realism, yeah, surely. Because it is, there's a ghost. At the end of the day, the focal character is a ghost, played by Anushka Sharma. And uh, it's about basically just to give the story one 
this young boy who is the actor from Life of Pi. Monsieur Suraj Sharma. Yeah, Suraj Sharma has come back to India. He's around 23 or so. We are told he has just an absurdly high pitched voice throughout yeah. the film. I don't think it's cracked totally. Uh, and <laughs> he is going to get married to his childhood sweetheart. He's been seeing her since they were in class 10. And, uh, but he's Manglik, much like Aishwarya Rai. And I thought that was really cool that they mentioned that. Yeah. Because, uh, so the families get along. What I liked was, there were certain things which were very nice. It's two families which obviously know each other forever now because the kids have been dating each other forever. They are extremely chilled out. Everyone gets along with everyone. Both sets of parents get along with the other set. Uh, there's a BG who drinks. Naturally. Like, all good Punjabi veggies. So I like the conversations between the two families. But because he's Manglik, he is made to marry a tree. And you see that like he thinks it's a big joke when they tell him because he can't believe that anyone would do it. And the way it's explained to him is what is the big deal? Take it as a joke and let's just do it and get it over with. He marries the tree and then he wakes up and Anushka Sharma's ghost is hovering over him and she's a very... Like the ghost is shown very beautifully. I like the shimmeriness of the... I like the fact, I mean, it's sort of established that this is set in Punjab because yeah. obviously they're all disco ghosts. Hmm. You know, they've all got bling and shimmer yeah. and I'm not going to give away exactly what happens at the end. Yeah. But wow, that's like many disco balls meet many galaxies and explode. And which is exactly how I expect death in Punjab to be. Yeah. Really shiny. No, so I, what I liked was that the conversations were fun. There's a lot to relate to in the, this thing in the film. And uh, Anushka Sharma is great. And this Life of Pi chap is excellent. Now, in terms of writing, hmm. and this is where Philori surprised me. Uh, it's written by Anvita Dutt, hmm. well known for Queen. Also Shandar, which is like a disaster. Huh. But anyway, um, this film was a collection of cliches. Reluctant bridegroom, the BG who drinks. Mm. I mean, these were a whole, the mother who's, you know, flustering and saying that, oh, everyone get ready. The father who's a little laid back. Yeah. Every single character yeah. was a stock character. Uh, the jokes that are in the film are not particularly insightful in mm. terms of their humor. But what was great about it is that it was still fun. It didn't yeah. feel tired. It didn't feel hackneyed. You kind of cared for all of these people. And Anushka, I mean, for me, the weak point was that I don't think she really had the kind of chemistry that you needed to feel with yeah. Diljit. But on her own, she's literally shimmery, you know. No, and all the interactions between her and Suraj, right, his name is, are brilliant and he's very good at looking like this which and you do end up thinking what would happen if you saw a ghost yeah you woke up and there was this ghost for me the creepiest part of philori was the absolute end uh, i'm not going to give things away but frankly if you don't guess the big reveal that's coming at the end of that film you sir really need to, and or madam really need to brush up on your indian history um let me just put it this way that there is a scene in jallianwala bag and and basically Suraj Sharma and his fiancée are standing there and they have no idea that the place is teeming with the ghosts of the people who were killed mm. there in 1919. For me, that was a chilling moment. Would you say, Philori, for you, was it a lady-oriented film? Mm. Because it wasn't for me. 
No, it wasn't. For me, the film was really more about Diljit. I found it a lot about that Suraj also. So either way, not a lady. Not a woman. Woman, no. Sony Pictures was going to show a very nice movie to us on Sunday. Hmm. It's called The Danish Girl. Which incidentally has shown in theatres here. Yeah. They've with shown cuts. it with cuts, undoubtedly. It uh, stars Eddie Redmayne and it's about... Was it the first sex change operation? Yes, it, yeah, one it of was the first. The first uh, one of the first sex change operations that happened and it's about a man who is married and he realized he's always had sort of leanings towards feminine clothes and so on but he slowly realizes more and more that he wants to be a woman and how his partner also helps him through the process and he has a sex change operation now, i made it sound very dull but it's a beautiful film but now if you did not watch it in theaters and you don't believe in illegally downloading stuff you, you are screwed yeah Pelaj Nehalani has decided that we should not, Indians, should not watch this. Because because we have too many people who have hidden sexualities. No, an unnamed censor board official told Mumbai Mirror, hmm. it is unsuitable to be viewed by children. It talks about a man who wants a sex change and has a genital operation to become a woman. The subject is sensitive. How do you edit a subject like that? This is true. This last part I agree with. I feel there is deep truth in this. How do you edit a subject like that? Now, this film had an adult certification. But this needs a CBFC special certification because they do not know what to do. The censor board's job, this same unnamed official, hmm. also said the censor board's job is not to cut Really? But to see each movie individually in its context and under the guidelines provided to us, we are a multicultural nation and we have to maintain a balance. What may be suitable for a metropolis may not be suitable for a small village. I don't know, what does it mean that we can cut off our ding-dongs in the metros but not in the village? No, but it's a certain amount of condescension towards a non-metro audience. I mean, why are you deciding what someone is mature enough to process here? So, what I like is that Sony put out a statement saying that we will not be able to show the internationally acclaimed award-winning film, The Danish Girl, will not what be What I telecast. love is that this has been shown in the theatres yeah. with an A grading. So, they woke and, up suddenly, na, the board again. And here's the thing, you can put an A rating on TV stuff as well. Every television has parental controls that can be exercised so that children The two don't shows watch. that we love, Big Little Lies and yes. Feud, are, Big Little Lies is shown at 10pm. Family Guy yes. is shown at 11pm. Yes. Because one is hoping that if you're also a responsible parent, parent you will not have your child watching Family Guy at 11. Now, but this, they obviously feel that even adults might, I don't know what, we'll all just want to have sex change operations. It might happen. Who knows? Yeah. So, I mean, stranger things stranger have Stranger things. But now when you think of it, this is not very bizarre going by the fact that in Filori, they cut out the scene where they recite the Hanuman Chalisa yes. and Anushka Sharma doesn't disappear. Yes, because apparently, um, and we were having an argument about this in the office. Um, apparently, the problem with this was that the Hanuman Chalisa is supposed to scare ghosts away. 
Therefore, to have him reciting the Hanuman Chalisa and Anushka staying there would suggest that Hanuman Chalisa is not effective. So, effectively, CBFC has said that they believe both in ghosts as well as God, which is good. It good. shows deep No, faith. I have no problem no, with which them is fine, believing. But uh, if only this was not uh, contaminating their decisions, yeah. that would be fine. Um, so, additionally, CBFC, just to prove how forward-thinking it is, and this has nothing to do with faith and religion. I'm thoroughly, I'm an unashamed Hindu, as it hmm. were, and I don't think that makes me less progressive yeah. or liberal, as it turns out. But... The CBFC has now managed to go one step behind the censorship rules of Iran. Because in addition to saying no to the Danish, Danish girl, they have also insisted on a cut for the theatrical release of Asghar Farhadi's The Salesman, yeah. which was shown in Iran without any further cuts. But not we are here. more uh, Muslim and more sensitive nation in that way than you secular, anyone liberal, libtard, whatever it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It always makes me think of leotard and aerobics. I spoke of Margaret Atwood earlier. She happens to be the author of the novel on which the Handmaid's Tale, a Hulu series, is based. You girls will serve the leaders and their barren wives. You will bear children for them. There's an eye in your house. We'll send you to the colonies. You'll be cleaning up toxic waste and then you'll die. Tonight is a celebration of Gilead and of what we have achieved. We only wanted to make the world better. Better? Better never means better for everyone. Now, Handmaid's Tale was written back in 1985. It's a work of, uh, I guess, what would now be called science fiction. It's set in a dystopic America, which is extremely uh, steeped in biblical values. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it sort of pushed, pushed the biblical laws to their realistic extreme. Have you read the book? No. But did you see the trailer? Yeah. And did you like the trailer? I loved the trailer. Tell me more. It's so horrific that you can't not love it. If you're a horrible person, I don't know. But it has Joseph Fiennes back from the dead, it seems. Because I like Anushka him Sharma. Yeah, like Anushka Sharma. Thank God they didn't recite the Hanuman Chalisa next to him also. But he is there. There's the Elizabeth Moss, Moss plays from, off Fred. Yeah, yeah, from Mad Men. Yes. It's also got some of the creepy moments which uh, include how the couples have sex. Yeah, that's hot. So, watch the trailer, actually. By the way, don't take that yeah as a moment of excitement. No, no. It's a it's very ungratifying yeah. scene. <laughs> it's, yeah, I don't know who will be gratified. <laughs> Nobody can be Even gratified. as part of the scene. I would highly encourage people to read Handmaid's yeah, Tale if you haven't, was... by the way. Because it is, uh, is unputdownable. Air India, our Air national India. carrier has been in the news for all the right reasons, for once. Yay! Yeah. Now, for the last few years, whenever, like I must have taken an Air India flight two or three times in the last 10 years. And it took off. So they took off, but they took off six, seven hours late. You aged, basically. Yeah, but what is good is that Air India has set our expectations so low. That when it starts, like you've realized, 8.40 is your boarding time. 
it's 8:40 now you are still sitting there no one from india has come to that door to open it my favorite uh, justification for all delays and everything yeah. that goes wrong in air india is a very tired air host or hostess coming yeah. up to me and saying but madam we'll give you food yeah so they give you samosa and all that but very good. the thing is at 8:40 also when they haven't come nobody starts questioning till around half an hour after departure time because you're like okay it's only half an hour indian Inco, standard yeah, time yeah that's what so but this time around two people have made india famous in a span of like 2 3 days it happened one was that mp of ours shiv sena mp of ravindra gaikwad yeah mr gaikwad got upset because he got on a pune flight he had a first class now i get why he felt bad he had a business class ticket then he's an mp then he's from shiv sena okay triple whammy triple whammy then he gets on they are no there's no business class section only he has a economy thing but he wants to be placed in business class now they tell him you can't because there is no business class so then he proceeded to take his sandals off and whack up the what i guy. liked was that he felt the need to clarify that he'd used a slipper and not a sandal and not a sandal Yeah, because that was a critical difference. Yeah, here. exactly. So now this happened, and India blacklisted him. And actually, seriously, and just now while we are recording this, India has again put out a statement saying that Mr. Gaikwad had once more booked a ticket. And again, they've cancelled. Actually, ticket. I will also say that it's not just Air India. Every other Every. commercial airlines backed them and said, "We do not want you on But board." But I'm surprised India, being a government, yes, yes, this thing took Good the on stand. Them. fine that's done two days later kapil sharma was in the news again because uh kapil sharma was on a flight from melbourne with his cast and of that kapil sharma show which is horrible but uh he got he proceeded to get drunk on the flight and it happened twice basically it's not funny at all but he got up and he abused his uh colleague lovely and insulted them in hindi and all and why because they had started eating without him then the uh, which pilot, feudal mindset does he's he he's an asshole person uh then the pilot came out and told him you need to calm down okay so he calmed down he supposedly went back he went to sleep for a while then got up but the alcohol level was just stayed constant because he got up again started abusing them and there was one oh it's like his gajni moment yeah that's what and imagine this the entire business class is just his cast and crew huh. and one old woman oh no and she's the one who complained because obviously she must have thought what a bunch of idiotic ill-mannered louts Anyway, Kapil Sharma basically whacked up. He hit hmm. Sunil Grover, who which is, is why he's leaving now. Yeah, so Sunil Grover wrote a letter and put it because this is the age of social media. Don't do these things. Everyone gets angry and then complains on social media. But Sunil Grover basically told him, "Dude, you need to relax and control yourself, and you are not God," which is an accurate thing because Kapil Sharma believes the show runs because of him. It is in his name. Hmm. It's like the Trevor Noah show. Poor Trevor Noah to say how you've done this to him. Yeah. But anyway, but anyway, now Sunil Grover has left the show. Supposedly, hmm. what amazes me is that people, whoever the star may be. 
think that they can get away with this behavior yeah it's amazing that is what gets it's a to god me. complex that i don't completely yeah. understand and uh not that they are necessarily related but i i very recently realized that there are two authors whose literature i have usually made fun of and hmm. mocked uh viciously i might add on hmm. certain occasions but who have actually earned a great degree of respect from me in the last few weeks durjoy dotto and ravinder singh authors of who's ravinder singh at least i know of i Dujo. too had a love story you too had a love story i too had <laughs> what I too can had. i say <laughs> i too had but let me not <laughs> spill all my beans but yeah. no these two are very popular romance and yeah. uh, fiction authors hmm. um and they're fluffy authors as one would yeah. um you know not as people durjoy looks quite tight no both of them look quite tight but yeah. their literature is commercial it's popular it's uh, populist hmm. it's all the things it's not literary it's the kind of thing that people hold up and say oh my god you know like yeah. such this is the depths that our culture has fallen hmm. to durjoy dotto and ravinder singh have both been vocal in their criticism of uh moves like uh the censorship by the CBFC the finance bill uh they have actually used their social media hmm. to promote extremely progressive thinking that's really think? rare hmm. because not so much because i'm expecting them to be conservative i'm not but i think in this day and age we find people using social media for their gain Yeah, for yeah. their personal use like and in this case them. and to promote themselves mm. what they are doing are promoting values that they believe in yeah and that's pretty damn awesome because these are also values that do run counter culture in many ways you know like these yeah. are not populist points of view even though they yeah. are popular fiction authors so more pre- more power to them for doing that अल्ट्रा स्लिम ड्यूरेक्स जीन्स पॉकेट बैग हर पॉकेट में फिट यार ताकि आप रहें हमेशा तैयार वेन आई से दर्ड जीन्स वॉट डू यू थिंक सेफ सेक्स इज दिस बिकॉज ऑफ वॉट्स इज नेम रनवीर्स हेड पॉपिंग आउट ऑफ अ चेंजिंग रूम या दैट तो एनी वे विल stop so you from wanting under- to have sex so, so tell me so something horrible. did you imagine durex jeans was simply very thin condoms so i frankly thought when they announced durex jeans condoms yeah. that they are condoms would look like little jeans but so did i and i was quite impressed i thought oh it will have like little pockets like you know it will look like a pair of jeans anyway it is worth noting right now that our producer kartik who is currently a slight shade of purple was not expecting this answer no also he has been very derisive and dismissive about my creative perception of what durex is capable of making it would have been interesting right a yeah. little jeans condom a little jeans but it's not durex has not been so creative what so why is it called jeans is what i want to know because you can carry it in your jeans now what how Which big you couldn't they, carry the other ones yeah like asses basically any rubbish they will sell so you can but it's being sold in pairs so you can buy two two for but one but you could buy two condoms anyway or you could buy a pack and take out two and put it into your jeans pocket strange all right so that's all we have this week hmm. 
which means that she will make puppy dog noises. But before we explain why she's doing puppy dog noises, um, contest winners for last week. Yogeshwar, Prabodhya, Palash, Ankit, Hariharan, Dhanesh, Samir and Samir and Shirley. Shirley, one one representation of women in all of this. All of you got uh, your answers were correct. And so congratulations, Dhanesh. Extra congratulations to you because you've got five correct, which means that we will be sending you a gift. Um, this week's question, uh, since we did gush a little bit about uh, The Handmaid's Tale, you need to tell us what is the name of the republic in which The Handmaid's Tale is set. Send your answers to contact at News Laundry. And remember, when the public pays, the public is served. And when corporations pay, corporations are served, which is why you should subscribe to us because we don't have any ads. But we have podcasts like this one. I would also like to take this moment as I say bye-bye to thank everyone who has been listening to us and who has dedicatedly written to us week after week. Um, it's been super, super fun to do this podcast, Miss Sen. So thank you for that. Thank you. Now I have to host with a boy. <laughs> Horrible. The boy in question being Abhinandan. Mm. So uh, everyone listen up next week for more awful and awesome. But the Panjana will be back now and then to do guest episodes. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I feel the need to be like a cameo star. Like yeah. Judy Dench in Shakespeare in Love. Exactly. But thank you, Dipanjana. It's been a blast. It has been a blast. So on to many good things in the future. And it's a wrap. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.